Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. When you're putting a puzzle together, every small piece matters. And in the same way, little acts of love in your marriage can add up over time and make a big difference. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They're in charge of our marriage department here at Focus on the Family. And Aaron, um, what are some small things that mean a lot in your relationship? I'm smiling because when I think about them, they make me smile. When Greg walks in and he has gotten me my favorite Starbucks drink, when I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I just wish I had um, my nitro cold brew, that would be so yummy right now. And then he walks in with it (laughs) or when he walks in with flowers. And, you know, the other things are things that I, I really appreciate more. Like if he's not there and doing what he usually does, like emptying the dishwasher, he empties the dishwasher. And when he's not there and I have to do it, I'm like, I so appreciate that he empties the dishwasher. It was so funny this morning. I was getting the trash out to the curbs. I was cleaning things up and there were two big bouquets of flowers and they looked dead to me. They were on our counter. And so I took them both and And threw them them away. And when Aaron walked out, this was early this morning, and just that look on her face, and she went, uh, where are my flowers? And I was like, well, they were dead. And she just looked at our youngest daughter, Annie, and just with this little pouty face, like, I don't think they were fully dead. And <laughs> I could have, I I could those have flowers <laughs> nurtured and... them for another week or two. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's just funny how yeah. different we are. Like, I saw them, and I was like, those are ugly, dead things. I'm getting, they smell, I'm getting and them out of here. Aaron, they're a they reminder a deal. Mike, they're my that babies. he loves me. <laughs> Well, here's a conversation that uh, Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Matt and Lisa Jacobson. Uh, Matt is a pastor and founder of FaithfulMan.com, and they share a story about some books that they've written together. Hey, Matt and Lisa, welcome to Focus on the Family. Great to be with you. Now, first of all, 100. We're not going to cover all 100, but it's pretty daring to (laughs) uh, put out 100 uh, ways you can improve your marriage, both from a, a husband's perspective and a wife's perspective. How did you guys negotiate this? <laughs> well, actually, we just thought it was a good round number. Why don't, you, why don't you tell them the story of how it got started? Well, actually, how it began was we were on a coffee date, just holding hands, enjoying one of those sweet moments in marriage after about 25 years of marriage. And I looked over at him and I said, you know, it's this moment that is really made out of so many other little choices that are made over time. And we said, you know, it's, a lot of times we talk about the big things in marriage, and those are important too. But so much of the magic even is in those small choices that you can make each day. And we said, okay, you know, it'd be kind of fun to figure out, you sit down and write out, let's say a hundred things that you think went into our loving marriage and I'll do the same. And we won't look at each other's notes just to keep it authentic and just see what we came up with. And so that's literally how it started. He went over to his corner with his coffee and I went to mine and we just started writing and then eventually shared our notes and it became a book. Well, on the one hand, you must have a passion for writing because I don't know about you, John, but if Gene said to me, okay, go write a hundred ways you can help, I would go, what? Days later. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to do, but first of all, that sounds a little daunting. So how did you respond? Well, actually, we have been involved with a lot of couples over the years, and what is in this book, these books, really are the things that we have employed in our marriage. So we're literally sharing the things that we've done in our marriage for other marriages to employ. So 
a lot of it really was, and I don't want to make it sound, first of all, that we walk on water. We don't because um, Lisa doesn't agree with everything I say. <laughs> Way so, to go, Lisa. Yeah. Wait a like, minute. That happened right from the start. You know? but, but it's anyway. a rude awakening, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> but the thing is that uh, God has a beautiful marriage for every couple who is willing to do things his way. And the thing is, is people look at a wonderful marriage and they say, wow, that couple got lucky. They fell on the hole backwards and just had a great marriage. But that's just not the case. A wonderful marriage comes out of making many, many everyday choices that say, I love you, rather than choices that say, I love me. Wow, that is profoundly said, honestly. Lisa, you alluded to this, but I want to grab a couple of examples in terms of those small things that make marriages so strong. I'm kind of envisioning, and I know some of you might feel this is trite, but it's kind of like weaving cloth together, right? The the strands of that, a single thread you can snap easily. Mm -hmm. But when you weave something together, there's strength in that. And I hear you saying that, that it's not the big dramatic moment, the big breakthrough, although those are great. It's the little things. Give us examples of what those little things are concretely. Well, for example, this is a small thing, but it has a powerful impact on your marriage. And this is just when you see your husband, I'm talking to the wives now, just lighting up and giving him that look you did when you were dating, just that, hey, here he comes. Wait a second. I'm hearing through the microphone people, women are saying, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I am you don't very know my serious. husband. <laughs> I am very serious. You light but, up. Come on. Yeah. I make a point of lighting up and I'll... If I can, I'll tell you a story of how this became obvious to me that this is what I need to do. So Matt and I were out on a kind of a lunch date, and I was a mother of many small children, and I was tired. I was just, you know, doing the, and then there's this, and then there's that kind of a thing, and, you know, just yeah. venting with him. And and he was patiently listening to me. Well, while we were talking, we were out at, the, at a mall, a girlfriend of mine walked by, and I said, oh, I jumped up. I said, oh, Susan, and I gave her a big hug, and I just, you know, lit up, and and we just yik yak for just a few minutes. And then I went back to my, my date. And uh, he <laughs> said, just really kind of quietly said, you know, I wish you would do that for me. Hmm. I said, do what? He said, oh, just the way you light up. Just have that warm smile for your friends. I was so convicted right then and there. I thought, you know what? I have left off with doing that with you. And you should have that. Well, that took some courage for Matt to acknowledge, you know, I wish you'd do that for me. I wish you'd light up for me like you do for your friends. And uh, Aaron, there's probably somebody thinking, yeah, that sounds good, but I am not in a place to affirm my spouse. I'm pretty frustrated right now. So what's a healthy way that we can start affirming our spouse in a way that is heartfelt and, and meaningful. Mm -hmm. Typically what we do when we're frustrated or hurt or feel disconnected is we start noticing the negative things about another person and especially in marriage with our spouse. So what I often will encourage people to do when they're feeling that is start making a list of the little things that you appreciate, the little things that you like about your spouse that you notice that they're doing make that list so often what they'll bring me is the list of what they don't like mm -hmm. and i will often push back and say you know what i prefer you to bring me is the list of things that you see that are going well or the things that you actually appreciate about your spouse do that and and choose to speak one and again i know that that feeling inside of like oh i don't want to do that ask god to give you the courage and the strength that perspective is so critical. I came home uh, this past weekend from some time away, uh, did a men's retreat in the mountains, and I came home, and 
Dina had not done anything. She had tried to unplug the the plumbing, but <laughs> the the sink in the oh, kitchen yeah. backed up. So oh, she took my. it apart and she's tried, but it's not working. And the trash compactor broke. I mean, I was only gone like four days, but <laughs> That'll stuff teach you. fell apart. Of course. So I wasn't really in a headspace to start affirming her, even though, you know what? That woman took apart the sink. She How tried. How many are going to rise to that challenge? I instead noticed what a mess everything was. Well, she was washing dishes, you know, in a in a little Tupperware. <laughs> she couldn't do anything. With she had stuff from under the sink that had gotten soaking wet. So that perspective was so crucial for me to get out of the, here's what's wrong, and instead say, here's what she did right, and mm-hmm. to say something about that. Mm-hmm. And and I was just pleased as well that she didn't try to fix it with duct tape. Because <laughs> <laughs> that definitely that has potential. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it is so key that we are intentional with noticing those positives. Yeah. I always say, there's there's a reason you chose to marry this person and commit to spend the rest of your life with them. If right now you're not seeing it, look back. What was it that you appreciated about them? And then also I say, ask God, Lord, I'm not seeing what, how you see him, but Lord, give me eyes to see those things that are, because the value is there regardless of whether I see it or not. And I'm going to just say that the value of me not raising the fact that things are kind of a mess right now and you couldn't fix it Mm. was that just an hour later, I'm unpacking and she comes and sits down and says, you know, she asks, how was the weekend? Mm. And tell me more about this. And did God say anything to you? And Mm. we had about an hour long conversation that would not have happened Mm. if I had, you know, just ripped her for, you know, the things that I saw as negative. So wherever you find yourself um, today in your relationship, please know here at Focus on the Family, our heart is to help you. I hope you hear that from Greg and Aaron. We want to help you thrive in your marriage. We want you to avoid the problems that we've created in our own marriages, and we want to help you get to a really good place. One easy, accessible way to start is to go to our website and take our free marriage assessment. It's only a few minutes long to fill it out. It's going to point out places of strength in your relationship and an area or two of growth as well. And then, if you can, please donate to the work of Focus on the Family. We have... uh, Uh, so many different resources that we make available, and we need your financial support. So uh, make a gift today of any amount, and we'll send the book by Matt and Lisa Jacobson, 100 Ways to Love Your Husband and 100 Ways to Love Your Wife. We bundle those together. And uh, so please donate as you can, and we'll send those to you. And remember, if you would, please, to leave a review about this podcast on uh, Apple or wherever you're listening to this content. Your feedback really does make a big difference and uh, helps spread the word and get more listeners. Uh, On behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.